At The Ohio Masonic Home, we make your dreams a reality. We pride ourselves in the on- and off-campus activities to enrich the lives of our community members. When you move to one of our communities, you get to decide what your next adventure will be. We ask our residents to dream big, and we work to bring those dreams to life. Our residents are encouraged to live life to the fullest during the best years of their life. Scott, thank you so much for joining us today. We're happy to have you here. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. Um, so I want to start by talking about the lifestyle programming that we have at our okay. communities. So how would you say that the lifestyle programming at um, the Ohio Masonic Home communities sets us apart from other senior living communities? We want them, there not to be any limitations on anything that anybody wants to do as they live their lives out. So if they can dream it up, we'll try to figure out how to make it happen. For example, we've, uh, we had a resident come in and say, I'm supposed to go ziplining with my son. Um, and that didn't end up happening because of a hurricane. So we still made sure that she and some others that wanted to go ziplining went ziplining. And we just make it happen. We figure out a way to do it. And that kind of leads me into how do we work with our community members to make their dreams a uh, reality? How do we determine what their dreams are? What's the communication process like at the communities? team members that are very close, like Dave Flory and Michelle um, on the campuses that are very close with our independent living residents and, and others on staff that are close to each level of care that understand um, what their desires and needs and wants are. A lot of the residents control through committees and and planning committees and activities committees, what they want to do, and some of it spurs from that as well. So it's it's really a lots of channels of communication, and we're actually getting ready to put a platform in at all three campuses, which will expand that, that communication and make it even more robust for us to understand at any given time what, what folks' needs or wants are. So what is that platform going to look like as far as the communication goes with our community It'll literally allow two-way communication um, in, at any point in time and allow our community members as well as our staff to communicate on a more regular basis. So talk to me about some of the dreams that we've made come true at our communities. What's something that's been like a really memorable moment for you that you've been a part of? I mean, even as part of one of our commercials, we did kayaking and uh, a resident who's no longer with us um, thoroughly enjoyed it. He'd, he'd never done it before. And we asked him, hey, do you want to be a part of this commercial? He's like, what are we doing? He goes, we're kayaking. I was like, sure, I'm in. Um, we've partnered with other organizations to do biplane rides for our, our World War II veterans or some of our veterans. Um, the zip lining I mentioned a second ago. Um, we tried hot air balloons a couple years ago and had it scheduled, but we could not get it to cooperate because of the wind. It doesn't mean we still won't do it, but that's those are the types of, of, of things that if, if it's outside the box and somebody has a wish, we're going to make it happen. We've done virtual tours for folks that couldn't go anywhere and, and created an environment where right before the pandemic, we handed tablets to everyone. We downloaded every literal virtual tour around the world we could find, which allowed folks, whether they could get out and go or not, to, to experience that, that place or, or, or that environment. So we've spent some time talking about some of those big dreams that we've made come true and the great things that we do for our community members, but what does lifestyle look like every day at our communities? What really sets us apart in the day-to-day -day activities that would make somebody want to move to one of our campuses? Like I mentioned a few seconds ago, there's committees and and the residents really have free reign to do what they want. And we work together to make sure those things happen. So on a daily basis, there's all kinds of activities. There's a wood shop. Don, who's going to be with us here in a second, teaches painting on the camp, one of our campuses. There's all kinds of things that folks can get into no matter what their interests are. Lots of volunteer opportunities, as well as planned events. And a lot of the residents, they had a Margaritaville party um, last Friday at our Springfield campus. And recently they've had toast and wine and cheese and there's all kinds of events that happen and it's very socially active um, all three of our campuses lots of lots of land places to take walks 
just a really active uh, lifestyle and, and a place for that to happen. What differentiates us is the amount of property that we have. Each one is truly a campus. It's not just a facility sitting close to a shopping center or on a small piece of land. We have a lot of land, a little bit secluded, and gives you that sense of it's really home. It's, it's yours to, to explore. Exactly. So moving from your home to a community, you're still not right. losing that sense of home. And you're home connected. And, you've got that connectivity. But you have that with, connectivity with right, everybody. You've got connectivity with other, other individuals that may have the same likes, and, and that's what creates that community, right? It goes from just a campus and turns into a community pretty fast. All right. Well, with that, I would like to welcome community member Don Muncie. Don Muncie lives at our Springfield campus. Um, Don, thank you so much for joining us today. My, it's my pleasure. We're so excited to have you. Um, I want to start with one of the big dreams that we made come true for you. Uh, a few weeks ago, you actually took part in the Ageless Aviation Dream Flights, um, honoring World War II veterans. Um, I just want to talk to you a little bit about what that experience was like for you. Well, um, I'm a, a pilot. Have a lot of hours in the in the air, and also I in the Federal Aviation Agency. I was a, a terminal evaluator, traveled all over the country, visiting towers. And when they put the civil jets in the system, I was the key man in Washington that uh, evaluated the services they were receiving because they were kind of new, except for the military, they were kind of new in the, in the system. But anyway, uh, I uh, that's the first time. As I was just telling Scott, the first time I'd flown in an open cockpit with a set of goggles, should have had a scarf too, <laughs> but uh, and uh, a tail dragger. I always flew mm. in a tricycle gear, and uh, so it was a great yeah. experience. And uh, we landed in the grass, which was also a first. So it was a first for me all the way around. <laughs> great experience. What other dreams has the Ohio Masonic Home helped make come true for you? I know that you are really into painting and you have a painting studio on campus. Can you talk to us a little bit about that? Sure. I, uh, you know, Springfield was my home. I, I grew up about two miles from here. This was always uh, a, a favorite place of mine. We'd come play baseball, Sandlot team here when they had a, down where the Alzheimer's unit is that used to be a, ba a baseball diamond. We played baseball. So I kind of grew up in this area in the west mm -hmm. end of town. And uh, my wife and I, we were childhood sweethearts. We uh, went to school together in Snyder Park. And then in high school, we graduated together. And shortly after, I went right in the service, was in the service for 11 years in the Navy, eight years of it active. And uh, when I left in 40, I was gone 59 years. We didn't come back until... 1999, oh, and wow. uh, we, we moved back from California. I retired in California, but my mother was a resident here, had been a resident for about eight years. We wanted to spend a few years with her, so we, our last two years of life, she passed away here. But anyway, I, uh, I, after I retired, I became interested in wanting to paint as a hobby. We, we golfed enough, got tired of golf. <laughs> so the wife was better than I was anyway. I was her caddy sometimes. <laughs> but anywho, we, uh, we wanted to, we, we moved back to Springfield and visited with my mother for a couple of years before she passed away. And, uh, but after I retired, I wanted to paint, so I, I was fortunate. I lived in Grass Valley, California, which is up the motherlode country. And one of the residents there was a retired Walt Disney illustrator. He said, I got oh. tired of drawing Mickey Mouse, but he <laughs> retired. And uh, so I took lessons from him privately for a year. Wow. And uh, that kind of started me off. And I took a, 
a college course well in community colleges. And uh, so I've been pursuing that. In fact, I've painted longer than I worked, really. <laughs> but, but when I worked, when I came back to, with my mother, we retired, came back here, uh, I asked the home if there's, do they have any kind of painting going on? They said, no, not really. They had ceramics and a few other things. I said, well, I'd be happy because I'd been teaching some in California. I'd be happy to start a class. And right away they jumped at that and we equipped uh, 15, I had 15 people starting right off with. And uh, also, I said, how about the staff? So I had 10, 10 or 11 staff members I taught at night. So I've been teaching there about 19 years. Wow. wow. And uh, we curtailed it to a degree when the COVID thing came along mm -hmm. we, because the, my wonderful gallery up in, and studio up on the fifth floor, we, it was in a, a kind of verboten area. So we kind of knocked off the, the uh, teaching, but the home was great to said, well, you, I know you want to paint, so they gave me a small office on the fourth floor where I live, and I've been pursuing that, doing my own painting, stay busy with it. Keep, keeps me busy, really. So So you actually have your own studio on our community. Own, own wow. little studio. That's amazing. And uh, anyway, that's kind of the, the way I got back into the painting business here with the home. Um, so what would you say is your favorite thing about living at Springfield Masonic Community? Well, because like it says, the Ohio Masonic home, and I emphasize the mm -hmm. home because I, I feel it at home. My wife also, she was from the west end of town here, and she lived with, I've been on the home now 16 years, and she lived with me until she passed away here just two years ago. But we both were uh, familiar with it. We knew what it was, mm -hmm. and uh, it's, it, it truly is a home. And it's made you feel right at home. And Definitely, yes. This was... Uh, uh, when I was a kid, we used to go out and play around this area. So, like I say, it was just—it was like coming home, really. Absolutely. What would you say um, to somebody who is considering moving to one of our communities? Um, what would your advice be to them when making that decision, and why would you recommend uh, the Ohio Masonic Home? Well, like I think Scott just—he he took all my words. It has everything. <laughs> Sorry, darling. It has everything. <laughs> it has everything you want. It's uh, have lots of activities. Anything you want to do, you can get involved in. You can you can stay in your room if you want to, but uh, that's your choice. But you can also uh, do all kinds of extracurricular activities. Golf. There's they have a golf memberships. Mm -hmm. uh, trips for eating different places if you like to go out and shop. So it, it just offers everything. And, and one of the things I think older people is security. You can always feel secure. And that's important, I think. So those are the things that I would put across to them. Absolutely. So safety at our communities, also being able to be engaged, live that active lifestyle, and everything is your choice. It's on your mm -hmm. terms. It's what how you want to live the rest of your life. That's that's true. And that's important for mm -hmm. older people, I think. Very, Absolutely. Very Absolutely. Thanks to Scott Buchanan and Don Muncy for joining us today. I hope you guys all enjoyed this week's episode of Senior Living Today. If you have any questions or topics that you would like us to address about senior living in our upcoming episodes, please send us an email at omhmarketing at ohiomasonichome.org. Mm -hmm.